Hi everyone, this is Big Tone at Re-Educating Dad Podcast, and I'm here as usual for my weekly dose of enlightenment as I continue to be re-educated on important topics by my co-host and daughter, Little Tone. Hi Little Tone, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Feeling um, 90% recovered, I think, which is really Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Still people asking yeah. you from our listeners um, about how you're doing. I'm still getting messages saying you've got oh, to keep us lovely. updated on Little Tone. We're worried about her. So thank you, dear listeners, yeah, just, for your um, concern. Just trying to get over the fatigue now, but um, I woke up, at an, I've been sleeping until like one o'clock every day, and I woke up today at 10 so i'm starting to feel more, more myself which is great you are looking and sounding more like yourself every day this Thank is you. episode 38 of re-educating dad and we are once again today joined by our regular guest contributor my grandson ben short how are you ben i'm good thanks uh Great. just just got into the last the next week of lockdown starting to get readjusted to it so Great stuff. And you were telling us last week, Ben, about um, your uh, concerns about uh, your A-levels and how that might work out. And I think you established something uh, with regard to the testing that you wanted to clarify this week. Oh, yeah. Um, so my fears were confirmed uh, in a sense that um, I feared that the A-levels um, would be replaced by um, essentially exactly the same thing apart from marked by the school teachers which is exactly what um, is due to happen I believe um, which to me defeats the point of uh, of cancelling the A-levels but you know it is what it is. Well we'll we look forward to hearing more from you um, maybe in a later, later episode about yeah. how that all plays out we'd like you know it would be great to hear your experience but this episode uh, we have a. We are going to be considering a question in light of um, events recently in the United States, and it was a question uh, and a topic that was suggested by Little Tone that we we discuss. And so I'm going to let Little Tone queue up our question, our topic uh, for today's episode. So uh, today's subject is going to be: Should Donald Trump be impeached? Um, and the reason why I brought this up uh, this week is because a couple of days ago um, we saw the attack of the Capitol building by uh, Trump supporters. Um, and rather than give you any bias right now, um, I'm just going to say that that's the subject and we will be talking about what the repercussions should be for Mr. Trump. Well, I think it's only fitting then that you should tell us what you think the answer to the question <laughs> is and why. Well, I, I think he should be impeached um, because I think that he is undermining, uh, undermining is probably a, quite a soft word really, but uh, democracy, you know, rather than being a good loser, realizing that more people voted for Biden and actually he's lost, um, Trump has lost this time. Uh, he instead has been spreading awful lies about the fact that um, it was an unfair election. And uh, in my opinion, he incited a riot against, well, he incited domestic violence, uh, domestic terrorism against um, the American people, in particular in Washington. Um, and I think it's also, um, 
really scary to see the difference between how as a president he handled the BLM protests and how which were peaceful uh, particularly in Washington they were, they were peaceful uh, he showed such force against those peaceful protesters with um you know um with uh police and and then you look at how he protected the capitol building and there was literally hardly any anyone there ensuring that the um building was secure and not only that but they were making a complete mockery of the security there they they were they really showed the weakness in security by being able to get into the building and get into the main uh you know, some of the main rooms, sit down, take selfies, you know, on, on important chairs <laughs> or in important offices and take selfies with the police officers. Um, but I'm sure we'll get into that more, but I, I, I would be surprised if anyone disagrees with what I've said so far about well, what we'll, happened. We'll find out what Ben's position is in, in, a, in a moment. Um, the, the, yeah, the, um, the, as you know, uh, I lived, um, with my wife Kiki in in Florida for some for for many years seasonally, and uh, we that there were a lot of people there who were uh, strong Republicans, uh, and uh, more recently, since we we left there in 2013, uh, those people have morphed into staunch Trump supporters, and I understand from friends of ours there that a bus from Naples with a load of protesters went up to join that protest and saying what a wow. wonderful day it was and, and so on and so forth. And another thing that I heard, I don't know if you heard this also in the news, is that some of the pr protesters said they went and looked at the Capitol building and they couldn't believe how lax the security was. And that was what actually um, encouraged them to be more bold, um, you know, in and going in and, and as, you, as you say, sort of, treating the whole place with contempt, really. I can't believe it. Mishka, stop barking. Mishka just wants to have her say. She thinks that you're, uh, look, look, look. <laughs> you're in the room with her. Um, it, it, it's baffling to hear that they thought that it was a good day when people were killed. Um, you know, officers were literally crushed to death indoors. A woman was shot to death. Yeah, about you know, five people, I think, weren't there? Five deaths. Mm. it's just I think, like, I think for, so. for anyone to say that that was a good day yeah you know people were unnecessarily killed they didn't peacefully protest so, some people may have been peacefully protesting but there were some really like pumped up right wing there was someone wearing a camp auschwitz uh jumper which is on sale mm. for like twenty dollars you nice. know yeah terrifying um, stuff let, let's find out what, because uh, this is a cross-generational podcast, we've just heard the 30-something view, um, and now we're going to hear the 18-something view. Well, no, you can't be 18-something, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no. The, 18, the view from the 18-year-old um, representative here. Mm. What do you think, Ben, on the question, should Trump be impeached? Um, and, wh and why you think whatever you think? Well, for me, I think he should be impeached. Um, it is scary to see the the power that his um, his fake news and and what he says has uh, has over um, some American people in order to like give their lives to to him basically, because as you said, the uh, 
I don't know how many people were killed that were the Trump supporters, but I know at least one person who was a Trump supporter was killed. So, yes, I believe he should be impeached. Whether I think he will is a different question, though. Um, because so far as I know, he hasn't... He's indirectly um, encouraged violence, but so far as I know, he hasn't directly encouraged it, which, which means that, like... He's probably skirted along the law of not inciting the violence, which makes me think that, unless you guys have a different information of things that, that he has directly encouraged. But I, I think it's I think it's fairly clear that um, that that he enc he encouraged um, a protest. Mm. Uh, so I don't think that in well, first of all, I think that it's important to realize that I don't think impeachment is a legal process. I think impeachment is a political mm, okay. process. So it doesn't, it doesn't require, you know, that the standard of proof that you would require in a criminal court of law. Okay. Um, but you know, I, the, the fact that he, he, I mean, it, it's, his words were pretty clear that, that he, he, um, that, that he's wanted there to be a protest and his he and his basis for that protest was that the the that the election had been stolen yeah no i i have just to just to clarify myself i have no doubt that he wanted the um the riots and the and the and the protest to happen my my question was to whether he um said like directly said uh Vi caused violence to happen. That was that was my question. Whether whether he said protest or he said st like storm the Capitol building, essentially was my yes. Well, I, he, I, I think I think one can conclude that he incited, mm. um, you know, th that the action that was taken. And after it had happened, I think he compounded that by saying get, when he made his go home speech, "I love you, go very, home." Very late in the day, you're very he said, special. You know, you're very, very special, special people, well. exactly. Mm. Yeah, you're very yeah. special people. Um, we love you, or I love you. I can't remember what what it was, yeah, but I called them patriots as well. I believe because that, yes. that was the reason yeah, why his did, Twitter yeah. account got suspended. Yeah, and you look at you look at how he responded to the BLM protests with tear gas and rubber bullets and smashing people's, you know, the police were smashing people's cars in. Um, he wanted to show a real show of force against people protesting. And yet with this, the message that he's sending by inciting this kind of a protest is he's saying, we don't care about democracy. We're going to go and take what, what we think is ours. So we're just going to overturn, you know, we're going to smash things up until you let us have what we want. And that's just not the right message at all, is it? That's not what you want from a from a leader of the wealthiest country in the world and i just think that this is in, indicative of his behavior the whole time you know that he is he's been causing separation amongst the right and the left in the ugliest way he's been pushing people that don't look you know people that don't look like us out as much as possible and talking about building walls and, you know, poking leaders of um, other countries that are very, very volatile, you know, like um, Korea and China, basically going, we've got a bigger nuclear button than you do. And I've got lots more money and I'm way more powerful. I mean, who in their right mind would want that as a, want that person as a leader? Mm. You're well, literally apparently, apparently, nuclear warfare. 
The answer to your question, your direct answer to your question is nearly half of the United States. I know, and that's, it's, how scary is that? Yeah. It's, it, it's a worrying thing. Um, but he lost the election... Uh, and I don't, you know, uh, there is no serious and it was doubt. Practical, wasn't it? it we, he lost it by like a really small amount of people. Yes, um, he. he you know, that is the worrying aspect of it that he has so many supporters. But he did lose, and that's the way democracy works. The way democracy works is that the majority um, vote wins. And the yeah. other side loses it. But the trouble is that, that we seem to be getting away from that. And we've had our own situation with that, with Brexit, of course. Because that, yeah. was, a, that was a decisive win for the Leave side. But there was an ongoing uh, campaign to undermine the will of the people. Uh, well, I think we're more respectful of democracy in the UK. Well, you know, I, I, didn't I agree. Bre oh, yeah, Brexit, definitely. And I still... I still respect that, that that democracy is that the, that the people wanted Brexit regardless of my views and that's what's going to happen that is what happened but I think that what's happened in in America with um with this storming of the Capitol building uh, last week really does prove how racist the the Trump Trump campaign is and the fact and also how uh, rife racism is in America that people, even people that you know, Dad, and were friends with in the U.S. The fact that the nuances uh, within supporting that campaign, you, you know, we were talking about language and the way you know people, the way people were speaking about what they wanted out of the election. They were just like, you know, we don't want non-Americans coming in here and taking our jobs. We don't want them taking our medical care. And it's it's the nuanced racism um, that we're getting from people that support the Trump campaign uh, that aren't even the worst kinds of racists. Do you know what I mean? And it, it, how are we supposed to progress in society with that much inequality? It's scary. I think it's really scary. I, I think, though, that I would draw a distinction. I don't know what Ben thinks on this, but I, I would draw a distinction between people who hold a view um, that we need to, for instance... You know, I, I'm not of this view, but some uh, some people have you know have the view that we have to severely limited limit immigration, um, you know, on the basis that we'll get our our uh, resources will be overwhelmed, and therefore we should have tighter restrictions on movement of people into our country. I don't think that that is a racist position, so I would make that distinction. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it all depends in, on the reasons. Entitlement. It's certainly in a, a sense of entitlement. And I mean, I can understand someone being more concerned in an area like New York, which is obviously densely populated. But there are huge, the areas where you have more Trump supporters are the areas where there's so much land that isn't being used. Yeah. You know, like the, 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 the South, where there are everyone's living in these huge white mansions or, you know, they've got these huge properties and loads of land around them. And they're going, we can't let people drain our resources. And it's just like, you've got acres and acres of, of land around you that people aren't living on. You can actually you know? see on the, um, uh, on the map um, when the votes were being counted, all the cities um, were blue and obviously Democrat. And then you had all the massive, vast amounts of like, desert in texas and florida and all of those all of those areas were red and then yeah it's 
it's yeah. scary. Yeah. And the interesting the thing, thing, is, is think, the interesting thing about your land point, um, little tone, is is that all these people in their big mansions and huge properties have loads and loads of immigrants, <laughs> a lot of them illegal, that they rely Working, on building, to do the, to building do the, the landscaping. Land. <laughs> well, like look at Florida. Florida is not. Florida is originally swamp land, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. it's been it's been built out of nothing, and it's basically been built off the backs of Mexican immigrants who are being paid cash in hand and don't have any any uh, healthcare or education educational benefits uh, from the state, and they're the ones they're trying to force out. And it's like, how did you think that Florida was built in the first place? I mean, you, you can speak about this um, really well, Dad, because obviously you you were living in a in a almost like a resort area that was built. Um, out of swampland and you would regularly see Mexican people sort of like looking after the gardens and I mean I remember when I came over there was there was always Mexican people looking after you know the the golf the golf yeah they're, they're the only ones stuff. that do it yeah mm. they're, they're, it's chasing only, the alligators away <laughs> it's, only, it's only it's only Mexicans that do, that do do that work and they're very hard working as well yeah, they they are because they think they think living in America is a is a better life and um, yeah, I don't know. It's really tough. I I was um talking to dad, uh, you dad, um, a few days ago about the fact that I've been watching the series Hunters recently, yes. which is about um, how Nazis were taken during the Second World War and smuggled to America to help work on NASA. And um, and it's all about how um, the um, Jewish people try to like kind of like be detective and hunt them down and take them out because they're 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 building a fourth Reich, and it's just so funny that I not funny but it's just interesting that I was watching that as this far right group of people were trying to take over the Capitol building, and I was just like, wow, it, we really don't realise how bad the situation is because we live in the UK. We don't realize how bad it is in the U S were you concerned, um, both of you, either of you, were you concerned that it looked a little bit as though the police were being, being complicit, not just complicit, but almost like welcoming them in the building. Yeah. <laughs> like don't come in. No, but really come on in. It's fine. <laughs> You know, it's, it, it, they got in way too... It, like, this is the Capitol building. It's supposed to be the, one of the most secure buildings in the country. And they they broke in. You know, they weren't... All, I mean, it didn't look like they were all carrying weapons and stuff. I know that a couple of them had, like, bats and stuff. But you would expect security to be, to, to be like, in the Capitol building to be, like, decked out with guns or, you know, those... Um, um, what are they called? Tasers? Electric things. Tasers, oh, yeah, tasers, yes. Tasers or mace sprays, stuff like that. It was like they weren't equipped at all or they were just welcoming them in the building. And I think that you made a really important point, Dad, about how, um, I don't know if you said this, but, but I think that something like 78% of police officers actually voted for Trump. So it was in their interest, wasn't it, to support the writing? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's... A... People who, I think the police has, the, the police, for, police forces generally, let's phrase it that way, police forces generally do have a tendency to attract people who like authority. I mean, it's just a fact. Mm. Um, it goes with the territory. And, and therefore, 
so, you know, I'm not saying all of them by, by any means, but a lot of them sort of identify with authority and you know, being part of enforcing. And I think you're seeing that in the UK at the moment with the, you know, as our freedoms are eroded. Uh, I mean, the Derbyshire police force, it seems to me, are a disgrace. I mean, the way they apply, and they've done, and they've done this right from the beginning when they were using drones to harass, you know, retired people who were walking on the downs because, you know, when they, when they were making up the rules effectively, and they're still doing that now, you know, this, these, these women who were, were having a cup of peppermint tea and had driven five miles to do their exercise. There's nothing in the rules that says you can't do that. The rules say that you have to stay local. Well, local is open to interpretation. It doesn't mean that you have to walk from your house to do your exercise, as far as I'm concerned. If, you, if, if, they, if, want, um, if they want that rule, then that, if the government wants that rule, then it should write that rule, and then people know where they stand. So, but if, if you're saying that the um, police tend to side with people that respect authority, then their first thought should be, well, these people are breaking and entering, right? Like, regard, you know, they might be in favour of the protest if it was a peaceful one outside the building, but the fact that they were breaking and entering the building, they well, should have I, acted. No, that's a step a little bit further. I, 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 don't, I didn't see any, anything that suggested that they went along with that. Quite the reverse. They resisted. When it turned that way, they resisted. It was, it was having selfies taken, uh, yeah. you know, white people effectively having selfies with other white people. Well, he's that, that person. I mean, the stupid thing is, is none of these people are covering their faces and they've all started getting arrested now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we, we, we've sort of, I, I, it was my fault, but we went a bit off sort of off track there. What, what I, my concern about the impeachment uh, is, goes to what we were just talking about um, a few moments ago, which is the fact that Trump has all this support base, which is large. I mean, very, very substantial. And mm. Biden, you know, what Biden is setting out to do, as I understand what he said, is he wants to unite the country. Mm. And I'm not sure that impeaching a very popular president. Uh, uh, oh, Siri's talking to me. Um, <laughs> shut up, Siri. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure that that's a way to heal. On the other hand, I think the attraction of impeaching Trump is to stop him from running again. What do you think, Ben? Um, I, ju I just before I go on to that, I just wanted to add the point that it is especially um, scary that his support base uh, generally has a has a vast amount of. Um, of guns because obviously a large amount of Trump supporters are, are pro gun, yeah. which, um, but, um, in terms of, uh, sorry, repeat, repeat your question. So I'm, I'm, I'm concerned at the size of, I'm concerned about impeaching Trump and therefore riling up his very substantial support base, which consists of nearly half the country as we've discussed. Mm. Um, and then you'll remember the other side of it, I, I said, was that, but the attractive side of impeaching him is to stop him from running again. Yeah, I think, I think that you have to, you have to stop him from, from running again, because once you've, once you've removed his ability to sort of 
be be relevant in the political sphere if you like once once he can no longer run for president then what why what is the need for the all his supporters to support him because he's never going to become president again i uh, um and hopefully they can move on <laughs> move on with their lives and stop supporting such a horrible person but what? uh so yeah i think that impeaching is the right way to go although i can see that the, the I can see the danger in riling them up, but I, th- I think that the benefits outweigh the negatives. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that summary. What do you think, Little Tone? Yeah, I think we have to be on the side of democracy, and I think that um, it's not that I, it's not. I don't think that he should be impeached on the basis of punishment. I think that he should be impeached because he's a um, a concern for more violence. Mm. So, so rather than be like let's take him out as a punishment I, I think that it's more i think it's more he's a real concern for um civil war for inciting civil war in the u.s so i think it has to happen um and i think they have they're gonna have to show real force as well against these i don't like the word force uh, i think they're gonna have to bring the law down on um the people that that broke into the Capitol building, making oh, I, I think that's no, I think that's absolutely right. I mean, you, you, you anyone who commits cri- criminal damage, um, and uh, you know, but with such white privilege as well. I mean, if they were black people that had broken in, they'd all be dead. They'd have been shot on the spot. I think that's. So, I think that's true. There's a, there's definitely a, 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 an interesting contrast to be made there between the way the Black Lives Matters protests were handled and, and this one. I think that's a very valid thing to look at and discuss. But um, the, the, the problem with all this is that if Trump had just been a little less... I don't know how Arrogant? Arrogant, yeah. If he'd been a, a little less arrogant and not, you know, and... and been a bit more intelligent with his campaign, he could have won this election. It, the, the, narrow, the narrow loss could have easily been a narrow victory. And then what, you know, so, you know, the, the, the democratic balance here is a fine one. So it, had he won, what would we be saying, you know? Uh, well, I think what Ben was saying about him skirting all, along the line of being lawful, like you said, if he was a little bit less egotistical and he had just continued skirting along that line, he probably would have won. And that's, what's, that's why the democratic process is flawed, because people like Trump shouldn't, be, shouldn't even have an opportunity to be president of the United well, States. I thought that we would end up in this place um, th- with this discussion. And, and the, the, are you seriously suggesting that there's another way of governing that w- is preferable to democracy? I think they need to take a really close look at austerity, particularly, particularly in the U.S., we, we have a problem with austerity in the UK, but particularly in the US, the, the, there is so little representation of low income in, in, the, in the government. Yeah, not, I agree with all that, but you're not answering my question. Uh, and I'm going I think to ask, that I'm perhaps ask they should the look at capping. I think if they, capped, if they capped the pay 
of government officials to be something more reasonable, not low, but something more reasonable. I think it would be less of a um, attractive position. Well, these are you're talking about fiddling with knobs, and I don't have any objection to that. But you're not still not answering my question. So let just just let it sit for a I moment. I don't know. I haven't I haven't thought about it to be honest. But yeah, so I so, feel right, like I'm going to put the sorry to interrupt. I'm going to put that same question to Ben uh, okay. while you perhaps just have think about it a moment. So Ben, do you think that there is any other alternative that's workable to a democratic form of government? Uh, no. Uh, this is my short answer. I think I, I think that the the um, the democratic system in uh, in America, especially, can be uh, tweaked and changed. But in order, in terms of concrete demo, uh, democracy, I don't. There is no other alternative, in my opinion, anyways. Do you know what you? I have think you ever, they go, could, go on, Tony. Go on, little Tony. I was going to say perhaps if they could take out the um, the money uh, that is put into campaigning yeah. uh, and and so that you so that you can't have big donations from big companies or you know wealthy yes. people with yeah, bias. um you know if, if it if it was taken back to kind of like cottage ind industry where it was about um community um voting and going door to door no money no money involved um i'd feel a lot more comfortable Yes. And, and, yes. And, and it be unlawful for money to be invested in campaigns as well. Yes, because, I mean, that, that aspect is, I mean, it's bad. That's, the, in the UK, we are ruled largely by elites, aren't we? And, and that is something... We are, but we don't, it's not the same. When it comes to election time, yeah. it's, not, it's not a, it's not a uh, money is power situation. You know, in, in, in the States, you know, uh, Trump could go around investing in universities and handing out hats and you know all kinds of like expensive merchandise. We don't really do that in the UK. You know, you wouldn't see Boris going around giving people "Make the UK Great Again" hats. Yeah, no one would wear them. From, from embarrassing. What, from what I understand, there's a lot stricter rules on the amount of money that um, campaigns can have in the UK compared to America. Yes, from, what, I think from what that, I understand, that you can just put any amount of money into it. Into I, I think that's. I think that's right. In effect, I mean, they do have rules there about it, but there are there are you can drive a coach and horses through them, or a or a big American juggernaut. Yeah, and I think it would be illegal. <laughs> yeah, I think if it was illegal. And people, there were there was an independent company monitoring it, monitoring money coming into the campaign and going out. Like you had to have it independently audit, audited, for, for instance. Which we then have. That, that that would be really helpful. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be really helpful in the states if that happened because if you, I know that you didn't like Corbyn, Dad, but one of the reasons why he did so well with the younger generation is because he he um he had such a good relationship with um uh with the people that worked on the ground you know and i think that that uh, it was really interesting to see the different campaigns you know and why he he did so well i mean he obviously he didn't he didn't well, get to be the prime minister. <laughs> yeah but he still he still did really really well and he you know for the most part he ran a campaign that i i was proud of well, um, I know that it, it, I mean, I can't deny that it certainly seemed to inspire people of your generation. I'm not sure how Ben yeah. felt about it, but we, that's not. A oh, yeah, no. But, <laughs> but uh, because well, people like Stormzy. Were you a Corbyn supporter? Um, I, uh, I was not. Um, that, do, that doesn't mean that uh, 
I didn't support uh, Labour's message, but but um, but Corbyn. Littleton is committing suicide just hearing. <laughs> but no, no, no. I, I, I wasn't. I don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe a lot of the things that Labour are uh, approaching, but Corbyn specifically, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of. No. Okay. Think, well, uh, actually, it sounds like there's something uh, really interesting for us to to do. Talk oh, about. great. Oh, great. Let's go back to this great subject. Yeah, we could, we could um, talk, but, well, but not, not specifically about Corbyn, because Corbyn is, is yesterday's man now. But, um, but, you know, certainly Labour left versus, there's a lot to talk about there. But, you it was know, one of their best, the best uh, campaigns that they've run in my lifetime, though, is all I'll say. Um, and the, the reason why he tapped into that audience was because people like... Uh, Stormzy and people like um, architects, you know, um, relevant musicians that have a younger audience, uh, they were in support of him and they were sharing with that. You know, they saw a huge, huge numbers of young people sign up to vote after Stormzy spoke about supporting Labour on stage. They and did, they were people the, that the, never the problem with everything that you're saying is that it resulted in the worst Labour loss in history. What do you mean? The problem with what you're saying about it being a great campaign that Corbyn run is that it resulted in the worst labor loss in memory. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the problem, one of the, I mean, this is another subject, but I think the problem was is that all the young, all the young people were saying, apart from Ben apparently, were saying, <laughs> we want labor, we want a future uh, with there's, labor there's a... in power. And all of our parents were going, we know better than you and we want, you know, we want conservatives and you're not even going to have to live with it. Well, I, I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify it. I, I, my problem was not with Labour. I did not, it wasn't that I didn't want to see Labour in power. It was just that I did not, I did not want to see Corbyn in the uh, Trying to dig yourself power. out of that hole now, Ben. I'm going to come <laughs> down there. We are definitely going to need to discuss this you wanting <laughs> Labour in power because um, that, no doubt, you two can educate me more. I mean, I, you've certainly, Little Tone's done a lot of work in that area in uh, trying to drag me away from uh, my uh, Tory heritage. Your beloved <laughs> Boris Johnson. But anyway, we are more, and more haggard. Bless him. <laughs> we we are um, out of time. Um, thank you very both very much for a very interesting discussion. I think we, I think we all have concluded that the answer to the question is that Trump should definitely be impeached. Um, there are downsides to that, as we've discussed. But as I agree with what Ben said, that the the upside outweighs the downside. We, you know, I think he's a dangerous man um uh, and uh, i really it has no place being the leader of the free world let's, let's leave it at that <laughs> yeah, um definitely. on the on the uh, issue of democracy uh, i don't know if you're all familiar with the famous quote i'm not sure who originally said it but it's been said to uh, democracy has been said to be the worst form of government apart from all the others <laughs> 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 I do agree with that. <laughs> I do too. So uh, thank you, dear listeners. Um, remember that uh, we love your participation. We love your feedback. Please send us messages via, via our Facebook page, or, or if you don't want to do it publicly, as a lot of you prefer not to, then uh, do send us a direct message. I don't know. What do you call that on Facebook? A DM or direct. a yeah. DM? Uh, so do do that. We we read every message. We uh, try and respond to every message. And uh, you can also 
see us recording uh, our episodes. Uh, we will be sharing a link with that, and very soon we will be opening up that YouTube channel. At the moment, it is, um, it's not an open channel, but we will be opening that up so it can be accessed directly. So watch out for that, and uh, do share this uh, podcast if you like it with your friends and, and family. Help us spread the word and continue to grow our audience. And if you could see your way to uh, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, then that would also be very much appreciated. But for now, it's uh, goodbye from me, Big Tone, and... Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Thank you all very much. Goodbye for now. <laughs>